Flimflam, she's Wonko and this is episode 10 of series 3 of Bard's Eye View and today we're going to be talking about um, one of our favourite episodes, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Quill is Mightier, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It's It's a boomer episode. A boomer episode? It's got ellipses. Oh, right. Does it actually have ellipses in it? I didn't yeah, notice. The quill, the quill is mightier, dot, dot, dot. I see. We're supposed to fill in the end ourselves. I think so. Why do boomers use ellipses so much? I don't know. Can we invite your mum on to uh, To fucking explain? Question? I have asked her. Yeah. Uh, she used to text like a normal person, and I don't know what's happened. Mm. I don't know. I genuinely have no every, idea what happened. Every time you send me a, a screenshot, there, there are more. They're multiplying. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a blizzard. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. She used to text perfectly grammatically correct sentences, and at some yeah. point she's been infected by the boomer disease, and it's just ellipses everywhere. Mm. I don't know. I don't get it. No, it's it's curious. The curious incident of the boomer in the text thread. <laughs> <laughs> now. It, uh, in my introduction, I indicated that this was one of our favourite episodes. Could oh. you detect the sarcasm? Maybe. Maybe the, the, the wry play, laughter play from back. me afterwards. Play it back, you'll hear it. It's, yeah. it's hidden, but it's there. It's subtle. <laughs> um, yeah, so last week we had a Xena heavy, or at least a Lucy heavy episode, because of all the uh, Russian doll stuff of Lucy playing Xena, playing Meg, playing whoever it was, Leah. Yeah. All of that. So they obviously gave for a little bit of a little bit of a, a week off um, in the in the filming schedule. So mm-hmm. we start with uh, some youths, yeah, the youth, um, running out of a temple, having spray painted. Don't know how they've done that <laughs> with uh, <laughs> some kind of ancient aerosol. Yeah, uh, some all, ancient, o- all over the temple. Ancient Greek tagging we've got going on here. Yeah. Now this just strikes and, uh, me it's... as very stupid, you know, like... They're, 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 they're graffiti is to the effect that Aphrodite sucks and Xena is a much better goddess of love because, uh, I guess, because Gabrielle writes romance fan fiction. Um... And has spread this. Yeah. She spread in, in, this, this perception of Xena across the land. But to to quote to quote the youth in, <laughs> in their graffiti, Xena's da bomb. Yeah, I can see how <laughs> that would be directly translatable uh, I, into ancient Greece, ancient yeah. Greek. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So Aphrodite is a bit pissed off about this, as you would be. So this is what I'm t- saying. You know. You may think that Xena's a better goddess than Aphrodite, but Aphrodite demonstrably exists in this universe, and you've just pissed yeah. her off, you fucking idiot. Um, luckily for the teenage boys, she <laughs> doesn't like cut their balls off or whatever uh, she would normally do to people who've displeased her. She lets herself yeah. be manipulated by Ares, who reappears now. He appears on the scene with, I'm going to say, unacceptable facial hair. There's something yes, very yes, gone like. wrong with what he's done. He often has chin such strap good facial thing. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the chin strap is too high. Yeah, it's, it's a cheekbone strap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not, but mm, it's not good. So I had 
I had forgotten quite a lot about this episode. Lucky um, you. Poss- yeah, possibly as a trauma response. <laughs> um, so on first watching, I said, oh, Aphrodite and Ares. This is going to be a great episode. Mm. Narrator. And then it wasn't. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's basically the notes I took. Yep, pretty much. Yes. I've got more notes than that, thankfully. So we c- I'll be able to steer us through this episode. Oh, thank thank the gods. Thank the gods. Sweet um, Equestra. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <No. laughs> so so um, it's comedy, it's slapstick, yeah. it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a comedy episode to prep us for next week's fucking trauma. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know the comedy and tragedy masks? That's basically just this week and next yeah. week. Um, <laughs> it is. So Gabrielle is um start is uh writing a in a new brand new scroll. She's like, mm, those that news that new scroll smell and Zena's like yeah, it just smells like crackle. It just smells like musty old weather, you know, because uh, Zena's a, a a man, you know. She's yeah, the man Z- in this Zena's relationship. The bloke. Yeah. A bloke, yeah, not a man, she's the bloke. She's being blokey here, yeah. definitely. Um she is. so uh basically right. This is the episode that confirms, if it was ever in doubt, that Gabrielle is just a fanfic writer, okay? Yes. Um, Gabrielle writes fanfic about Xena, and <laughs> like every fanfic writer ever, who's ever achieved any sort of success in fandom, which she clearly has, what's, she's... What's the first rule of fanfic? <laughs> I don't know what Never is the first rule of Never refer to your protagonist by name. <laughs> Always describe them as the perky bard from Potadia. Oh, Christ. So, um, yes, Gabrielle has essentially become a big-name fan in fandom. and has the, dis- the shorter blonde woman. Yeah, the shorter blonde woman um, has become a big-name fan in the Xena fandom and mm. has decided, and, and Xena encourages her, uh, and has decided to try her hand at some original work, you know. So she's basically like all of those all of those Xena authors back in the day, and it still happens now, who file mm. the serial numbers off their fanfic and try selling it with through bold strokes books. Uh, and like all mm. of those authors, no offence, lads, um, mm. it's not worth paying for, okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not, though. <laughs> I've, I've been advised by our legal team to distance myself from this statement. It's not, though. Um. So, <laughs> so uh, Aphrodite appears and um, decides that what she's going to do. How? Because Ares has convinced her that Gabrielle's the problem, and she yeah. decides what would be a great idea is if she were to enchant this scroll of Gabrielle so that everything she writes in it comes true. Uh, so say, far, so precious. You know, Zena says try writing something original, and she says, "Oh, you think I can do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should definitely do that, but you know, do it quietly." Um. <laughs> So A, Gabrielle's idea of original fiction is writing about things that just doesn't have Xena in. It's still yeah. used, <laughs> it's still used got the herself in it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self-insert. <laughs> yeah. And B, Gabrielle is apparently un- incapable of writing without talking out loud. Yes. So not, not only do her lips move while she writes. Yeah, but it's very much an oral tradition. The bard, yeah, that's so it. There, that's that that's why she's sense. she's writing it down. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so... Jesus Christ. So she's writing this story, and the story is... I'll just breeze through the story So up to this point. Mm. The story is that Xena goes fishing, Gabrielle wakes up uh, to five roaming barbarians, she kicks the shit out of them, and deflects the sword with her mighty abs. Anyway, next morning all this comes true. But the joke is, right, the hilarious joke, the Mm. one joke of the episode maybe is that she begins the story, Gabrielle awoke with a jerk. And next morning, she wakes up next to Joxer. Do you get it? Do you get it, Flo? I do. I get it. Do you get it, I get it. I do. (laughs) Do you think they should repeat the joke like six times through the whole episode? To make sure that you get it? Well, it's... Is the joke no? Is the joke repeating it? The joke is Jocks are not getting it, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, I because guess. he's thick, so he's thick. we're, we're actually, punching down basically. We're punching down at someone who is clearly barely literate, because he goes to yeah. read the scroll and he literally can't read it, which is a hilarious joke. It's, someone not been able Z- to read. That's really Zima funny. Goes fishing, yeah, fishing, yeah. yeah. A lot of lot of punching down. Much as we. Much as we Both love quite to enjoy punching down when it's Joxer, we're punching down Let's too. Pun- Who cares? It's only Joxer. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. It's Joxer. Who now, cares? I, I'm going to interrupt. You say that's the one joke. I think there is one genuinely funny moment in this. And is let, there? Let's, let's see if you think it's the same one when we get to it. Right. I'll tell you what. So okay. one of the other running gags through this is <laughs> someone's waiting for a sign from Aries but doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah. So let, let's do that so you can keep saying, is that the funny bit? <laughs> anyway, um, so Gabrielle works out that everything she's written in the scroll is coming true really quickly, yes. which is good. I'm glad she worked it out really fast and it wasn't a whole bunch of hilarious errors before it happened she works out immediately Phew. for some reason is not suspicious of this at all and thinks this is totally fine and that everything is going to be good now um so she yes, decides that she's gonna possibly go wrong she's gonna bring like peace and joy and love to everyone with this power um so they they come across first of all they come across some nuns uh i know they're meant to the sisters of gaia but they're nuns right there's some nuns out looking for stuff to sell at a, at basically like a nun car boot sale, uh, in order to yeah f- like raise fun, money for fund an some or orphans something. or what the fuck ever right. So the nuns are like and basically like, these and nu- like all <laughs> like like all nuns everywhere. What they really want is weapons. Yes, to sell because weapons will sell the most money. So basically, this is like a bunch of nuns selling knives um, mm. to gangs in order to, the to... bidder. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> but they, what they what? But like all nuns everywhere, uh, they they are like grasping greedy fuckers. Like they're like, we take any donations, and then they kind of like zone in on Joxer's crotch. It's actually a scabbard oh, they're interested in. God, what a thought! They're Why interested did you in do that. Why would you say that? <laughs> they're interested in his scabbard which is apparently a family heirloom now, I have to say that his scabbard looks as shit as all his other stuff but yeah, apparently but the scabbard is really worth something as we'll find out later it was a gift It was a gift from his father who 
as we know, actually despises him. So, yeah, yeah. but the scabbard seems to be valuable to other people, not just him. Yeah, it's very. But it's a very plain looking yeah. leather scabbard. It doesn't look like doesn't look like fucking yeah. amazing to me. But hey, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I just don't get the whole scabbard thing. Do you think it's meant to be a a, a metaphor? I think it's meant to be like I don't. I don't want to think what it would be a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So right. So she um writes in. Gabby, she writes she in Gabrielle. to the yeah. Sorry, sorry. Pronouns. It's very you get them all mixed up when you're writing a fanfic. Gabrielle writes <laughs> um into the scroll that the that someone some rando appears and gives them a a fancy expensive sword. But the yes. thing is, right, as we now learn, all of Gabrielle's things that come true, it's essentially this is a monkey's paw situation. Unexpected consequences. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so this guy is now going to get himself killed because he was supposed to give the sword to someone else and now that other guy doesn't have it. I mean, he he's not going to get himself killed because this is a comedy episode and no one gets killed. There's, there's oh, that's true. Much, there's much comedy fighting, but, but no one actually gets significantly no. injured or, or no one killed. actually gets killed in this what, all what happens yeah. is he gets chased by someone who appears to be from a completely different show <laughs> a completely different <laughs> wardrobe like we've never seen anyone dressed like this we will never see it again he's, he's like he's come from pantomime or something hasn't he he's like so, a fucking camp where is the rock. sword of my kingsman he's kingsman, like a... not kingsman He's like a camp's Roman centurion or something. He's very yeah. gay. It's really he is. he is a super gay character. It's just like lisping his way through the scenes, you know. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe he'd seen Zena before. This extra, this this you know, not extra per se. This guest star, uh, he'd seen Zena before a, and realized a guest star, it was. A, I think is picking him up a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Realised it was a super gay show and thought that everyone on it yeah. had to act as gay as possible. <laughs> that could be it. Um, in which case, in which what? case he understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so mm. they go to uh they go to the pub and like everyone who's got all the wishes, uh, Gabrielle's obviously going to wish for free drink. Right, and here's the thing. Here, is this the funny bit? Gabrielle says no, the drinks are on the house. Cle- clearly not the funny bit. <laughs> and then the drinks literally start pouring from the ceiling. Because the drinks are on the house. Because the on drinks top of are the house. Do you get it? On the house? Do you get it? Do you get it, Wonka? Do you get it? I, I do actually get it, Flam, yeah. Yeah, mm. I do. Yeah. Uh, this, this joke gets... They, they come back to this location like six times through the whole episode because... Some people need to get through it, need to take to drink to get through the episode. I'm not that. <laughs> not, not me, though. <clears throat> no, uh, not, <clears throat> not me, because we're recording at... Oh, it's uh, lunchtime, actually. I could do now, without it being problematic. It depends what it oh, is. Oh, no, it's Monday, isn't it? Monday lunchtime, you can't drink on a Monday lunchtime. I guess. Is that against the laws of Alcoholics Anonymous? I don't know. <laughs> How would I know? <laughs> it's anonymous. We'd never know. Um, so, anyway, so um, anyway, so like Aries is Aries is having an argument with some guy who's like, uh, Aries is like, go and attack the valley, and the guy's like, but is Zena there? And Aries is like, no, I got rid of her. And the guy's like, how do we know? And Aries is like, I'm the fucking god of war. Do as you're fucking told. 
Yeah, but he's guys... pretty chilled out, this this guy. Yeah. Considering Ares literally has him by the throat, kind of lifts him off the floor. Yeah. And um, either he's super cool, chilled as fuck warlord, or not a very good actor. Or... I'm not sure which thing, it is. The whole thing is just a bit... Meh. <laughs> because, it, yeah, this has all been... Ares' machinations to let help this guy take the valley by getting rid of Xena out of the valley. I mean, they could just could they not just wait until she'd moved on. Um, of all the places, like there's only one Xena. Like there's plenty of valleys to despoil, surely. But there's whatever. One this Lucy is the... lawless. <laughs> no, not last week. There wasn't. No. Um... <laughs> Five or more Lucy Lawlesses. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so he buggers off because he's going to give them a sign later, right? As you said. Yes, he says, what, what's the sign going to be? And Ares is very know. short on imagination. It's like, oh, you'll know it when you see it. You'll know it yeah. when you see it. So the guy's going to oh, be like... Oh, good. Literally nothing can go wrong here. Essentially, the guy's just waiting for an Ace of Base song to, to start up. <laughs> I saw the sign. Anyway. Mm. Um, back to the point. Gabrielle um, is talking about, you know, like like how everything is coming true. Um, and she's mm. like, well, my writing's always been so vivid. And I'm like, yeah, I know oh, you can, God. you can usually see it. Um, <laughs> I, I, but like, she's so stupid. Anyway, this, this whole episode, Gabrielle gets a fucking lobotomy or something. Um, <laughs> she accidentally... I, I, accidentally depowers both Ares and Aphrodite within two seconds. Yes, war, war, realising she can cure diseases and end war, war lost its power. And then, so yeah. Ares falls out of the sky, which apparently is where he lives. Where he lives, yeah. He, he, Ares yeah. being the personification of war. Obviously, mm. I mean, like, you're an idiot, Gabriel. You're living in a fucking representative culture. Idiot. Um, and then the next thing is the power that enchanted the scroll lost its power, or the force that enchanted the scroll. So obviously Aphrodite yeah. now is fallen to earth. Uh, and the, the funny joke now for the rest of the episode is that Aphrodite gradually begins to get smellier and smellier and smellier because yes. she doesn't understand bathing. Ares doesn't though. Ares doesn't smell at all. No. So Interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the debasement of Aphrodite. Much she's wearing than... way fewer clothes than him, so why would she smell so bad? You know, he'd be sweating more, surely. He's yeah. been mind you, he's been mortal before, so maybe he understands it a bit better. Oh, could in be. that episode where could they went be. to the island where the you know, and then there were none thing happened. The thing and the stuff. And the thing and the whatever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember um, which episode that was, but yeah, yeah, he's, so yeah, he's been mortal. Gabrielle here, yeah. So Gabrielle realizes he needs to try and get Zena back, right? And instead of just writing, Zena yeah. came back to, and then like exactly where they are. Yeah, as you like, obviously that would end the episode immediately if if she did that. So obviously she can't do that. Uh, and so what she does instead is the fanfic. She is a fanfic writer, right? She is. Oh, the this... worst kind, the worst kind of fanfic writer, the one who absolutely, absolutely refuses to use names. Worst. Um, I, I, I'm going to confess, I did take more notes than I indicated. <laughs> and, and every few lines, I've just written, oh, 
stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid. Uh, yeah, as written in all caps, Gabrielle, can you just fucking write Zena's name, please? I'm begging you. <laughs> um, so, like, she comes up with... This is what she comes up with to try and get Zena back. The leather-clad woman with black hair wielding the whip of Zena. Mm. Now, who does this apply to? Well, this is written This is written by um, committee. <laughs> yeah, that's Cause, true. Because Aerie says, mention the leathers. And she's yeah. like something about the chakram... And and Joxa says, "Will the scroll know what a chakram is? Because no one else knows what the fuck it is." Certainly so not. This show, instead, this so. show doesn't know what yeah. a chakram is. If they think that's what it is, no, they'll 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 think about it in the next season. I think. Maybe even the one one after. I think it's season five, isn't it? Yeah, there's some, some fucking chakram stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that who who did we last see with the whip of Xena? Yeah, it, it's our old friend Minya. She of Yay. she who got Zena's whip for a frying pan, way back in <laughs> season two. <laughs> so, the scroll is a troll. Is what we know. The nice. <laughs> scroll's a troll, <laughs> and now we've got Minya on hand, which is excellent. You know, that's yeah, like... that's never never entirely a bad thing. Minya's good. So. Oh, is it? Is it, oh, Minya's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Having Minya there Minya's, is fine. Minya's okay, but but here we get a chance to laugh at women with hormonal issues. Actually. Oh yeah, is that what we're laughing at? Yeah, there's there's quite a lot. She about, gets a bit uh, horny hormones, occasionally. Horny horny hormones. Yeah. Yeah, she does get she does get the horn a fair bit, but whatever, that's yeah. fine. She's a Xena fan. You know <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. Okay. So, mm. at this point, Joxer asks Aphrodite for some love advice on how to. Is he love? He's in love with Gabrielle still. Well, a a, a friend, someone he knows, a friend oh, of his yeah. likes this girl. Asking for a friend, uh, Aphrodite's yeah. advice is terrible. Um, like she's poetry. supposed to be the goddess of love, right? Poetry and mm-hmm. gifts. Poetry and gifts. Those are the only two options. Um, yeah. Not like sincere conversation mm. or but as she know. as she does quite explicitly state standard of this is standard advice now give me my fucking space <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Joxer mm. decides that when he says when she says poetry what she means is a dirty limerick which he writes on the magic scroll what because the Joxer. fuck Joxer you utter Spam sandwich. <laughs> uh, he's too I mean, pale for spam. He's too pale for this luncheon meat. Oh, do you know what he is? He's a watery salad of a man. <laughs> <laughs> a watery iceberg oh, lettuce. Oh, That's what he is. That's what he is. Iceberg lettuce. Objectively the worst lettuce. Objectively, objectively, because I I like it the least of all the lettuces I've tried. I believe that is what object objectivity means. <laughs> that, is, that is, it is. As I explained to someone recently, or oh, it might have been Goblin, there is an objective, correct way to perceive the world, and it is the way I perceive it. <laughs> yeah, this is after well, our arc, our lengthy argument about whether her front door is grey or blue. It's fucking grey. Ah uh, yes, Jesus yes. 
fucking weeks long argument about this. Anyway, moving on. A <laughs> weeks long argument that culminated in an arbitration <laughs> group. Yeah. And then we got a whole bunch of things brown, green. Someone said blue to piss me it off. It's grey though. It, it is, is gray. fucking grey. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Jesus Christ. You're welcome. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so Joxer writes up the limerick. Basically, Joxer conjures into being three naked dancing Gabrielles. Because that's what love poetry is all about. Good news, Rene. You, you know how Xena has all these doppelgangers and gets to play multiple versions? <laughs> here's, here's some doubling up action for you. Yeah. Right, get your, get your kit off. Yeah. Uh, Can I, you I imagine think... reading that script? And, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. She's behind a towel, though, it's fine. She's and she's some... clearly wearing... She's behind some laundry. Body, and... ...body stocking or something. I mean, it's clearly not her in some of the shots. Like, the long yeah. shots that it... The thing is about the thing is with these um upscaled versions that we've got now, it's really ob- much more obvious than it used to be. Yeah. When it's a stunt double, I'll put double gap. in inverted commas. Like earlier on, there was a stunt gab up on the in a long shot up on top of her uh staff. You know, doing, doing the kicks doing and the, the dancing around. You know, um, and that is I hate that scene. Yeah. The, so stupid. In the long shot, it's quite obviously a man in a wig. <laughs> and it's not the first time that I've seen Gabrielle's stunt actor just being a short man with a wig on. Yeah. Um, it, I've seen that in in A Day in the Life as well, when oh, okay. Gabrielle leaps off the hut and onto the crash mat. Um, right. If you watch it again, it's quite obviously a dude just yeah. wearing Gabrielle's skirt. Um, there's, there's, a, there's an episode of well, I'm sure there's lots of episodes of Buffy where this is the case, but I remember watching a commentary uh-huh. um, thing on a, on a DVD. Hey, who remembers DVDs? No one. Um, Certainly not you. <laughs> I've made you get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, this, this is fight scene. It's like, oh, Buffy's got her fighting boobs on. <laughs> fighting boobs. Yeah, the, the stunt doubles are more well endowed than uh, what's her face, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> Them's oh. fighting boobs. That's funny. Anyway, back to yeah. the show we are, we are actually talking about. Uh, yes, yeah, so Joxer uh, feels a bit guilty about this. Oh, by the way, Gabrielle keeps sending people to the caves. This is her get out of jail free card. Uh, yes. Every time, every time she fucks up, she just sends whatever character has appeared to the caves to sleep. Um, Again quite representative of fanfiction. the lower stria of fanfic. <laughs> the lower echelons of our <laughs> of, of our oof. Yeah, um, it's kind of entry level. Entry level fanfic. Yeah. Uh, mm. So Joxer is feeling bad about this and that night he goes to trade with a pe- trade his precious scabbard to a peddler, random guy uh, for well, it's not a random guy. It's the only peddler in ancient New Greaseland because we've we've met this guy before. <laughs> he, was in, he was in cahoots with Salmonius. He peddles around ago. this guy. He does. It's the it's the guy that I said was a bit like Borat, and you couldn't see it. Oh, I, I still don't see it then. Um, no. So yeah, he goes to trade with this peddler for um, sort of a quite nice ish. Looks like he would. Looks like it's about a. Tenor's worth of costume jewellery. 
sort yeah, of I know, enamel I know who'd wear that. necklace thing. Yeah, I know yeah, hippies nice. would wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think Gabrielle would wear it though, because jewelry's not really conduct conducive to her lifestyle. You know, someone would grab it and choke her with it or something yeah. in a fight. You know how I it's can like see when... it going well with the um the mask, the Amazon mask of cleanliness. Oh yeah, yeah. You know how you know how like when you went had PE um at school and the PE teachers yeah. would always make you take all your jewelry off because it was dangerous to do sport wearing jewelry. <laughs> um, essentially, uh, Lewis Hamilton's having the same problem now. They've been told he? he's been told it's dangerous to drive a car while wearing jewellery. <laughs> and so the and the, the, the powers that be are insisting that they have to take jewellery off to drive their cars around in big circles and he's refusing to do so because he's like, Why Poor should I rich boy? I know what a hard life he's got. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. Uh so he gets this neck, but of course Gabrielle um doesn't appreciate this much because um she hid the magic scroll into his priceless scabbard that he said he would never give up in a million years, um, but which he has given up for love. She's not. She's not. Let it go. Is this the? Is this the funny bit? Um, no. She doesn't seem to be appreciating at all that um, he's just given up something that the only thing that meant anything to him for her. Yeah. She doesn't seem to catch yeah. this doesn't parse this at all um mm. and, and he gets no no uh thanks for it whatsoever she just wants to fucking kill him she ties him to a tree and leaves him um <laughs> and then and then sends sends him to the cave where she has also sent the three naked gabrielles so joxer looks a bit sad for a second at being sent to the cave but then immediately perks up uh-huh yeah um Ick. So they all split up to go and find uh, the peddler. Uh, Aphrodite mm-hmm. and Minya get sent off together, and this is where we get more of the uh, Aphrodite smells joke. Yes. And um, Ares and Gabrielle go off together, and they have a basically, this is like Xena's current girlfriend and her ex yeah. bonding over. Their shared appreciation how cool, how of Zena cool is said said woman. Um, yeah, so that they're, they're like the family <laughs> members of the Zena fan club, aren't they? Yeah, um, and and like they historically don't like each other, but they are getting on in yeah. this bit, which is lampshaded by Aries saying we were starting to warm up to each other there, weren't we? Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> right back, back at you. Go back and that there. was the bit I thought was genuinely funny because it, it wasn't slapstick, it wasn't laugh out loud funny, it was just this little... So I, I like that bit. Character like moment. Bit. And it's interesting, yeah. right, because at the moment these two characters, we don't know it yet, the, we audience don't know it, but these two characters currently share a secret. Do, do, do. Will we find out more is? about that next week? Not next week, no. We'll find Not more about week. that Soon. in a little while. Actually That's quite a while. Point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course Gabrielle might yeah. have forgotten that they shared the secret because she did seem to have um, at some point suppressed the memory put out of trauma so maybe she doesn't know that they share a secret but he knows and also okay. um, since she's the last, since she stood up to him during the Furies episode he's actually he actually does like Gabrielle he wouldn't yeah, admit it to himself. He respects her a bit more. He respects he? her more, and he, this gradually becomes more and more over the course of the series that he begins to respect Gabrielle more. And actually, you can sort of see yeah. it in this episode the way he 
um, sends Aphrodite to mess with her, he kind of knows that she's yeah. Um, yeah. the key. He sort of gets it huh. now. So that's yeah. interesting. It's uh, there we go. Anyway, we found so that, we found that some value the in the episode, mate. So I like that <laughs> bit, and the the other thing I liked, obviously not the um, Aphrodite is a smelly woman um, thing, but <laughs> Ares and Aphrodite as mortals, great job by hair, makeup, costume. Yeah. It's not really really overdone. Aphrodite is a little bit, but they just gradually get a bit shabbier and a bit more dishevelled and you know the, the the perfect hair drops and that's that's quite nicely done yeah i guess so there you go mm. we found two pieces of sort of value in the episode yeah go us so for some reason the peddler is also going to the caves now there's this is just uh clearly we need to this is the writers doing a, a gabrielle here this is the episode yeah. writers uh, like doing a, a a little shortcut the same way that Gabrielle has been doing the whole time. Mm. And they all end up in the caves, okay? So, this obviously is going to lead to, we're in a whole cave system here with multiple mm-hmm. entries and exits with a whole bunch of people all trying to get the same thing and running in and out through various exits. It's the Scooby-Doo chase scene. Again! Again. I feel like we've had this like five times this season. The semi-patented Xena running in and out of various entrances and exits while trying to get a thing. We've got the barbarians, we've got the camp kinsman with his sword, we've got the three naked Gabrielles, we've got... Peddler... Jock, so we've got the peddler, and what we now Minya get and is the gods and Minya and the by the gods and Gabrielle, and <sighs> throwback to very early episode with baby tossing. We now yeah. get scroll tossing. Oh, and I, I just, I can't be bothered to re- talk about this bit. Can you? No, we've explained it. They run in okay. and out for 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 several minutes. They run in and out of various caves with the scroll passing from person to person, in hilarious ways, um, being thrown, being dropped, peddler, being blah, blah. the peddler yoinks it. Well, midair. No, no, no. I think this is good, right? Nope. Because this is okay. this is showing the New Zealand influence. I think. Um, okay. Because uh, Gabrielle throws it to Joxer. And the peddler does a fucking rugby intercept. <laughs> <laughs> so that is exactly what he's done. He should sign okay. him up for the, sign him up for the All Blacks. He's like he intercepted that pass. Nice. Um, and just the way he caught it was very rugby ball. You know, I, see, watch it again. I didn't know so. I, I might watch that bit back. Watch that it's one little bit. Yeah, um, it's, that that part was amusing. Um, mm. And so he fucks off. But Gabrielle had written something in the scroll. Right, and basically, right, she's got this great idea that she is going to rather than trying to bring Zena to them, she's going to send the scroll to Zena. And presumably, she has actually written Zena's name down this time. Presumably, um, because it works. Yeah, because the next thing we know, Zena appears. Well, there's a hilarious joke about someone smelling a fish, and everyone's this looking is the at worst Aphrodite. Moment. <laughs> It so, is. so there's been it's there's bad. been all these um oh, what's that terrible smell it's Aphrodite yeah and uh, and then someone says I can smell fish and Aphrodite says like hey I'm new to this mortal thing and it's uh, yeah. that's just vile vile <laughs> vile, vile, nice. vile misogynistic joke it's not pleasant is it no hate it 
And as it happens, it's not her anyway because Zena is reappearing with a giant fucking dump truck of fish. Because, because Gabrielle wrote that she went fishing. Yeah. And Zena doesn't do anything it. by halves. No, she's a bit extra. Um, and then she's got the scroll and she's read it and she's like, Gabrielle, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, the various places, so, but Gabrielle's complete inability to just write names mm. and using epithets all the time. Fanfic writer. Zena um, <laughs> oh, visits her number one friend, so she went to visit the first friend she ever made. I assume it was Flora. Um, <laughs> we never see her no, again. She says it's someone she hadn't seen since she was five, and they both so there found was it a very puzzling encounter. Oh my god! So there was another friend before that. Well, Flora was a friend was more before like a Flora. Oh, that's true. She was more like a sister to you. That's why you never mention her again. Well, she, yeah, she was in that one episode. Anyway, yeah, the woman who brought her to a new life. Her mother. Her mother, obviously. I mean, like, Gabrielle, you're overstating your fucking... You're... Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know it as well. Here's the thing, right? Because Zena explained a few weeks ago that the woman who brought her to a new life was Lauma, not you. <laughs> so... True. <laughs> and Lauma's dead. So yeah, that's, she couldn't uh, yeah, have gone well, She sent, sent her to China. To the, fucking, to the fucking... Whatever the Chinese Sorry, afterlife is in this, in this universe... Yeah. Um, who knows yeah anyway because they've all got their own afterlives you know as we'll see somehow which is another useful fanfic trope the somehow um, despite this terrible writing (laughs) having been absent for all of the action Xena has worked out what's happened oh right this must have been Enchanted Scroll and Gabrielle's written all this makes sense yeah that that makes total sense why else would I have gone to see my mother it must be why else would I have gone fishing repeatedly yeah um, well, I suppose it does sort of make sense that she's done all these irrational things um, and she, this is a cute moment she's like I, I knew there was something wrong when I'd seen everyone in the world who ever meant anything to me except you which is kind of oh, sweet but the only way it, the way that it gets fixed is by not allowing Gabrielle to write in the scroll because like but basically like if Gabrielle would have stopped writing in the scroll for two minutes Zena would have come, come back on her own <laughs> <laughs> can you just not can you just stop can you, um, can you just leave can you just leave your AO3 masterwork at 126 slash question mark yeah fucking hell um, that's called me out that has anyway <laughs> not, Although, not at 126 though <laughs> no to be fair uh, you know my AO3 masterwork doesn't have slash question mark because I know how many chapters it would have if I ever wrote it yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, so Xena inquires of Aphrodite what were the exact words that she used right so basically she works out immediately that um, the scroll will make anything come true that is fiction but if you write facts on it, it will lose its power and everything will go back to normal. That sounds so, completely legit to me. Totally logical. Why, why, why have um, no one thought of that already? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she goes to fight. She's got to go and fight the guy who's been waiting for a sign this whole episode. Uh, occasionally the, the, we went back to him and saw various the, the things. The taller, that... darker woman with the cerulean orbs. <laughs> oh, not the fucking cerulean orbs, man. <laughs> not the cerulean orbs no don't it's cerulean time orbs for me. the cerulean orbs 
Uh, this next bit is sort of funny um, in that Gabrielle, like every fanfic writer ever, is shit at writing <laughs> action. Yes. Um, like she's supposed to describe <laughs> the fight that she has in exactly as it is and no, no embellishments and no metaphors. Um, yeah. And uh, she's crap at writing action. Now, I I feel you, Gabrielle. I can't write action. Um, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, and she just she gets around it with flowery metaphors, and I'm like, it's a good thing that there's no sex scene in this fanfic because I oh guarantee Gabrielle oh. would have been a flower, oh. you know, the intimate flower of her womanhood sort of woman. Should have turned oh, wow. Zena, turned Zena's vagina into a fucking tulip. Um. Nubs. <laughs> There'd be nubs everywhere. A bundle of, of, bundle of, of bundle nerves. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrid. <laughs> Tell you what, that gets on my last bundle of nerves, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, imagine. Just imagine. Because, like, half the time in fanfic sex scenes are, are physically impossible. Like, you would need an extra six limbs. Um, and, and to be hypermobile. God, can you imagine what Xena might end up looking like if one of these... I'm going to try really hard not to imagine it. Yeah, let's not. Um, okay. But if anyone wants to um, submit some fan art at this point, <laughs> knock yourselves out. Just, just tag it. Nope. <laughs> so, um, Xena, because obviously um, this has to be a comedy fight now with this army that are coming to attack the valley. Um, she yes. chooses to fight with the, the many fish and this mm. is I guess sort of funny Joxer is, has become a sports bore and is uh, essentially doing a live commentary for Gabrielle to write down of yeah. exactly exactly what fish have been used in what yeah. order and all that um, so it, 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 it's sort of like Gab- it, Joxer is essentially being a boxing commentator here I think yeah that, that's you know, that's not not badly done so it's okay there's a, it's a it's, trout follows up with two bass yeah uh there's a oh there's a Chinese throwing starfish that's quite good yeah she chakrams with two fish there's the starfish yeah the starfish and then an eel which and she... an eel which is in a circle yeah <sighs> there's a swordfish as well at some point yeah and again because it's a, a comedy episode the sword of the swordfish goes zoink through through his hat the through the guy's helmet pinning it to a tree not through his eyeball or anything which yeah which it would be in a normal episode be better. um so anyway that works mm. and everyone gets the the gods get their powers back aphrodite immediately abuses her powers by making minya and jocks her kiss which is something we could oh have, gross we could have done without seeing in our lives gross and um the other one sort of like good thing, there's enough mm-hmm. line. There's enough for one more line at the end of the scroll, and Gabrielle writes the end, yes. and the episode ends mid sentence like the fucking Sopranos. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's quite cute. A little moment of self reference. Yeah, and that's the episode. So was that? I felt. I'm not. No, I don't know if you'll agree with me. I felt. That this episode, well, I will, because you're objectively right. <laughs> this episode did drag a little bit. I felt, mm. I felt there was quite a lot of filler. 
<laughs> it's not like some of the comedy episodes where you actually get quite into it and you're like, oh, this was a rollicking good time. Uh, I, it, about half an hour into this, I was like, is this nearly over? Uh, and I was like, well, fuck you know me, there's another weird? 15 minutes. Do you know what's weird? It, it did drag, but it was also... So some of those rollicking episodes, it's fast-paced, rollicking fun from start to finish. And this yeah. was kind of fast-paced, rollicking non-fun. <laughs> it was fast-paced. It was relentless. I guess. But it did drag. It dragged, yeah. It was a drag. It, sh- it could have been good. It should have been good. Really good cast. You know, we've got yeah. Ares, we've got Aphrodite, Aphrodite, we've got Minya, who's good value for money. But, oh, it's just so stupid. Yeah, uh, stupid, stupid. I can't. Stupid. I, I don't. I I know it's comedy, right? But I don't like comedy that only works if everyone is as stupid as possible. Yeah, you know, because this is not Gabrielle is not stupid. Yeah, <gasps> you know, and this is like it's just like two weeks ago, the King of Assassins. Uh, it only worked because Gabrielle was stupid. Because Gabrielle became stupid. Yeah. through the whole episode like that was you know she was supposed to be thinking what would Xena do but she was just thick through the whole thing um yeah. and it's like it's a it's kind of a an annoying trend of the Xena light episodes yeah. that have Gabrielle carrying it they introduce Joxer to be a foil to her uh and they make her thick they just make her as stupid uh, yeah, they, as possible yeah they 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 make it look as so if she wouldn't manage a scenario without Xena. Yeah. Except in other in other episodes where Xena's in some kind of peril, she does cope admirably on the yeah. whole. Like the greater good and yeah. the prodigal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. All that. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's 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 weak, isn't it? It's weak. Yeah. It's I say yeah. twelve, that's generous. Yeah. Weak comedy filler episode. Mm. Um taking us to the middle of the season, which is next week. Um, probably, yeah. I don't know, the most, or one of the most infamous episodes <sighs> of Xena's yes. entire run coming up. So, um... Well, this this episode's clever in that it, it make, it's going to make us relieved to get back to trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness terrible things are happening to the characters we quite like now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I'll give it scores on the tavern doors. <sighs> oh god. Literally, literally on the doors. Do you get it? Yeah, I do get it. Thanks. Thanks for for hammering it home. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have, for... have you been have you been reading bad fanfic? <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time I looked at your when was the last time I looked at your AO3 page. Um, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. <laughs> no, you. Um, yeah, I guess I four, four as well. Four, yeah. 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 I can't think of any circumstances when I would deliberately watch it again. Although, if I was sort of listlessly lying on my sofa in a depression, just letting things autoplay, auto-play. I would probably yeah. let it go. Whereas there are some episodes that I would I would struggle out of my pit of despair to find the remote to skip forward from. <laughs> That's, uh, so fulsome praise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it passes the listlessness test. 
he's a sweat. <laughs> Probably would watching this episode. He'd be like, oh, I saved the universe for this. Um, <laughs> this is what you've done with the precious gift of life I gave you. Unrealistic. Blocked. <laughs> Blocked and cancelled. <laughs> Hey-ho. <laughs> so. Well, there we go. A, a, a sort of resounding four. A listless. Let's say a listless four. Yeah. For um, the Quill is Mightier. Average. Dot, dot, dot. Below yes. average episode. And then, so, uh, swift handbrake turn of mood next week. <laughs> yeah. When we return with maternal instincts. Oof. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and, of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!